views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants and no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. Hour two. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk WNRI 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host John DePietro. All right, here we go. Good afternoon, folks. Welcome to lunchtime. Here we go. Hi there, Paula. Hi, everyone on Facebook Live. It's Juan. It's John DePietro. Tim Dodd, our legal expert, joins me next hour on this very developing Thursday. Lake Filippi, the Republican uh, leader, has uh, struck back at uh, Speaker Mattiello. Um, there will not be a court hearing today. There will not be a court hearing today. This portion of the program is brought to you by Immortal Seats. Folks, remember, Immortal Seats, your best tickets, Celtics, Bruins, uh, any, sh- any show you want to go to, whether it's a sporting event or an event, Immortal Seats. Download the free app, Immortal Seats, on your phone or tablet. And then on top of that, you can sell your ticket through Immortal Seats. Michael has his office right on Smith Street in North Providence, Immortal Seats. But type in the promo code 30 off 30 off Immortal Seats. And also they're on Facebook. Uh, and they have their uh, website, immortalseats.com. Now, today is a big day. Folks, now pay attention. There is a lot going on, major gun grab going on at the Rhode Island State House. And people need to speak out. And joining us right now, there is a big Second Amendment rally this afternoon at the Rhode Island State House. And here to tell us more about it is our friend Alan Gilberti. Good afternoon, Alan. Good afternoon, John. How are you? Well, Alan, I'll tell you, when I see... The fact that the progressives, led by Governor Raimondo and others, they take what was such a rare tragedy that happened in Westerly in December. And they're trying to now uh, violate the Constitution, do a complete gun grab, violates people's rights. People need to be on guard. People need to be alert. And I am so glad that this rally is taking place this afternoon. Oh, I am too. I mean, we're expecting thousands, thousands of Second Amendment supporters to come down. Where we've heard from groups from Virginia, uh, they just had their gun grab. Yeah, we're expecting people from there. We're expecting people from New York, Connecticut, all over. We're expecting literally thousands of people. And this is our our first rally of the 2020 legislative session. So, I mean, we're 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 you know we're hitting the the ground running you know right from the get go. Well, now, all right. So, give people some information. Someone listening right now. And they say, boy, that sounds interesting. Let's do logistics of time. Let's do, you know, take it, take us through it a little bit. Sure. So it's going to, it's going to be at the State House Rotunda today from 4 to 7. Uh, come on down. If you support, you know, the Second Amendment, if you support the Constitution, uh, come on down. Uh, you know, right, we wear yellow. Grab Let, let's, let's, yep. I, I want you to, Alan, when, when we do this, yep. I, I want you to go through, and I don't want you to assume anything. So when you say it's at the State House Rotunda, I, yes. I want you to explain it's at the Rhode Island State House on yes. Smith Street. If someone wants to go, how do they get there? And let's start with how do they get there, where is it located, and where do they park? Most people that I've dealt with have never been to the Rhode Island State House. So I want you to treat this and don't take no shorthand, don't take anything for granted. Okay, so the best way, I mean, as far as, I mean, I, I would do any type of GPS, Google, search, uh, as far as, I mean, it, it's on, you know, Smith Street, uh, for, depending on, on where you're going. As far as parking is going, 
a majority of the time, most people park in the uh, the mall parking lot, which is right down the street. And uh, to get from the mall to the state house, literally, I mean, at this point, all you need to do is follow the sea of yellow shirts walking to the state house. There will be that many people there. Okay. Now explain to people, a lot of times, uh, and Alan, when I've been involved in this, Rumors start to spread that there's going to be violence, the police are going to be there, so they have to, and they scare people off purposely. Explain this is a peaceful rally. The more bodies that go, it sends a loud statement. Right. And again, yes, uh, the more people that are there, yes, it, it definitely gets more attention. Uh, yes, there's always going to be fear-mongering as far as violence and, and, and any type of, like, disruption. I mean, it's, it's inside the state house. You have to pass through you know, the, the metal detectors. You have to empty your pockets. It's, it's like going to the airport. It, 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 it's, 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 we've always had peaceful rallies. I mean, we're a very respectful group. We're a very diverse group, despite what, what people may, may say. Um, so, I mean, it, it's, it's not going to be, you know, the stereotypical, you know, thousands of white rednecks sitting there uh, causing causing trouble. It's not that at all. It's everyday people, uh, people like you, like me, neighbors. Uh, it's, it's going to be something to, to, to witness. Now, explain, and again, folks, it's happening this afternoon, so maybe you can leave work early. Maybe you can grab a friend. Uh, it's right off of, you actually can see the state house from the highway. Uh, there is a state house exit. Sometimes late into the day after 4.30, because the state, um, a lot of the state workers, they all start getting out of work at 4, 4.30. Many times, if people wait until 4.30, they can then get to find a place on the street. I always find the best place for people to want to get up there early is if you go to the Providence Place Mall, you pay $1 to park, you then walk across the street. It is nice, nice weather out today. Uh, the sidewalks and so forth. I always find Providence Place Mall, there's no place cheaper to park around there. You get in a garage. Some people take their chances on the street. And talk about, Alan, what's exactly going to happen um, at this rally. Well, one of the things that I do want to mention, it is from 4 to 7. Um, and like I said, we are expecting thousands, I mean, thousands of people. I mean, we, we, we have rallies just here in Rhode Island with, with Rhode Island residents. We look at normally anywhere from like three, 4,000 people. We're expecting a lot more. And since it starts at 4, there's only there's one entrance. You have to go through the metal detector. I would suggest getting there early because, I mean, if you get there 4, 4 o'clock, you're, you're most likely going to be stuck in line waiting to get in. So, I mean, I would get there as, as early as possible, even even 3, 3.30, if, if you can. And explain uh, exactly, it's 4 to 7, and then what should people either bring or, you know, how, how should they come prepared? All you need to do, uh, come down. Uh, if, you can, if, you, if you have a yellow Second Amendment shirt, wear that, come on down. If you don't, uh, hopefully we'll have enough. You can, you can grab one there. We give them out. You can get, you know, wear one of our, our yellow shirts uh, uh, to, uh, you know, show your support. And basically what we're going to be doing is as... Oh, how do you put it? Pretty much just one type of, like, giant, cohesive message to, to Governor Raimondo, uh, you know, to, to stop this push for the, the, these, you know, overly restrictive regulations. And the other thing that, that we're going to be talking about is the out-of-state money backing all of these, these gun control bills and the movement here in Rhode Island. So we're going to have lots of speakers. We're going to have uh, people from different organizations, uh, people from uh, victims of, you know, violent crime. We're going to be addressing the, you know, the importance of, you know, preserving our right to self-defense. Now, um, Alan, explain uh, someone listening right now. And again, folks, this is happening this afternoon. What about someone says, well, I, I, I don't own a gun. So why, why would I go to the rally to support it this afternoon? 
Uh, because you know, at, at some point, you may want to own a gun. You may feel that you, you you need to exercise your Second Amendment right. And even if that's not the case, your child, when they are of age and you know, eighteen, moving out on their own, they may want to purchase uh, a firearm for their own protection. Uh, so, I mean, whether you, if you own a gun or not, right now, uh, your chances of being able to own a gun if they get this legislation through it, it is pretty much going to be zero. Uh, and again, that that applies to you. That applies to your spouse, any members of your family. Uh, you know, your children when they go out on their own, you'll be sent. You will be left defenseless. Alan, explain also. Um, they are looking to me use what happened in Westerly. That was such a, it was a tragedy, but it was a freak situation that happened. They are attempting to use that. Um, Rhode, Rhode Island right now, it's my understanding that Rhode Island is the second safe, safest state in the country regards to firearms. And so there's, there's no need for this legislation. But make no mistake about it, the progressives, they are trying to mount and just start basically confiscating weapons. And as, as much as they may deny it, they're also, can you touch on the fact that, you know, Jim Manny, who's the head of the state police, and, and they had a, uh, some testimony yesterday and at a hearing, and, and he's being asked about the fact that they want to do statewide um, registration, and they're, they're really looking to kind of like move the needle on on what's allowed this is completely unnecessary rhode island does not have any type of gun problem if anything um it's the last line of defense with so many different individuals as far as um you know what what could be happening so this the fact that they're taking action it, it's completely unnecessary right now in the state of rhode island right i mean as far yes as westerly yes it was it was an absolute tragedy um but the governor uh, a lot of people in the administration they they love to invoke these tragedies for the longest time. And even now, they, they, they love to uh, to bring up Parkland, the shooting at the Marjorie Stone Douglas School. Uh, and, you know, they use that as, well, they have been using that as a basis for their argument. One of the other things that they don't do, and, and Gina has never done, is instead of consulting with the experts like the MSD commission that was, that was put in place to study the shooting and how to prevent it, their report as to what they recommend to keep our children safe was never implemented. All she did was just made some blanket statement, signed a piece of paper, and said guns are no longer allowed in schools. Um, I even brought Andrew Pollock, who was the... Uh, I had an offer from Andrew Pollock, his son Hunter Pollock, who helped create this legislation in Florida after uh, the Parkland shooter, uh, to go and work with Gina Raimondo and his administration. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So using a tragedy to promote a political agenda, as far as the Democrats go, is nothing new. Um, as far as the the registry, uh, one of the things that they're trying to say, so, so for example, if they go ahead and they ban uh, AR-15s, one of the things that they're going to turn around and say is that, well, if you already own one, you just need to license it. Um, licensing it means you need to let somebody know, grandfathering it in, which means the registry. Registries are illegal. And the problem with registries is when the next gun grab comes around, they know who has the gun. So they don't have to go looking for you. They know where the legal law-abiding citizens who own firearms are because the only people who are going to register for these licenses are legal gun-owning American citizens. That's right. Now, Alan, well, how do you address the fact that, and again, folks, this is happening this afternoon at the State House. It's a big Second Amendment rally. Alan, what is your reaction to the fact what they're really looking for here? is they want statewide uh, gun registration, registry. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any question that that's the end result. What is your response no, no to that? Um, I mean, it, it, like I said, it, it's just a way for them to turn around and to know who 
who to come after next as opposed to, you know, guessing. Uh, because when it does come that they're going to come for the guns, and it's not going to be our legislators. They're going to be sending out other people's children, their sons, their daughters to come and, and collect these things. And I wanted to mention, I wanted to touch on the fact that you said that Rhode Island, yes, is the second safest place. Our number one, the number one crime, a violent crime where assaults are committed, the what is used is a knife or a cutting instrument, and it's in all the data. That's what we have a problem in. And if you look at places like China or the U.K. where guns have been banned, they have knife attacks. In London, they have knife attacks and they have acid attacks. And their remedy after now that they've gone ahead and they've banned guns is to go ahead and introduce knife control legislation and caustic substance you know, control legislation. So it, it, doesn't, it doesn't stop. Stopping, stopping people, law-abiding citizens from owning guns, doesn't is not going to do anything to to the criminal element folks again this is happening this afternoon uh second amendment uh rally alvin uh alan gilberti alan again give all the details someone is listening right now now here's the other thing trick that they're going to use and, and i like to people need to know this i'm not trying to scare anybody off but people need to know alan here's something else that they're gonna they they like to do and that is that they you have to go through security at the rhode island state house folks the less you bring, the faster it is to go through. If, if people have bringing bags or anything like that, a tactic the other side they use, Alan, is they uh, are, are there at security and they try to slow the line. And so, therefore, the less that people have that they have to put out as they're going through security, the better it is. If you're a woman... If you don't have to bring your handbag, don't bring your handbag. If I know some people like to bring various types of signs or anything, but anything that slows it down, they do that on purpose because they want it to be a long delay. Their ideal situation would be people go outside, they're waiting over an hour to get in, and then they just give up and leave. Right, and and well, that 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 will definitely not be a scenario as far as any of the Second Amendment rallies because. We, we have had lines of previous rallies that, that stretch all the way to the mall. Um, but no, treat it like exactly if you're, if you're going to the airport, if you're going on a flight and you have to go through security, uh, you're absolutely right. The, the, less, you, the less that you, you have to you know, empty your pockets, put in a little bin, the better, the quicker it is. And just like a, you know, if you're going to the airport, get there ahead of the flight. So the, the rally is from 4 to 7. Definitely try and get there earlier if you, if you possibly can. All right. And again, uh, Alan, any other who are some of the speakers people can look forward to? You know, they 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 haven't. They haven't come. I am speaking that much. I know I, I, I will be speaking. Um, I'm not sure who else. Is. I'm sure uh, Brenda Jacobs is going to be speaking. Um, I'm guessing, you know, Paula Susan, he may be speaking. I, I don't know exactly who will be speaking, but but I will be one of them. All right. And again, it's this afternoon. And I can't stress enough how important this is for people to show up. Uh, and, and don't you also think, Alan, it certainly behooves the legislators that want to stand up for the people. They, they need to have cover. They need to have people that have their back because the, the other side, they're obviously very organized. And make no mistake about it, folks, especially, Alan, what I find um, so disturbing is the way the state has moved into now of confiscation of weapons. And then you have to go to court to try to get them back. Yes. It's, it's you are basically presumed guilty before anything has happened, and especially like with these red flag laws, if somebody red flags someone, uh, you know, the judge will make a determination or the, the police will make a suggestion. Uh, firearms will be removed before anyone is convicted of, of any crime. Uh, getting that back, that, that firearm back is, is a process. And in the meantime, 
Uh, I mean, where where do these firearms go? Where do they get stored? Who pays for them? The American taxpayer. Well, the Rhode Island taxpayer. That is exactly right. Alan, great job. We'll talk to you again, and good luck this afternoon. you have your speech all, all written? Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, folks, there it is. Alan Gilberry, thank you, Alan. Folks, 766-1380, 766-1380. I am... Um, so happy. Good afternoon to everybody on uh, Facebook Live. There's Dr. Lisa. There's Chuck. If you're listening right now, now coming up between now and one o'clock, a pair of tickets. How would you like to see? This is going to be a big show. It's this Saturday night at the Providence Forming Arts Center. Chris Tucker, very funny comedian, live in concert. I have a pair of tickets for you and a guest. Great seats. You can log on the PPAC box office, ppacri.org, ppacri.org for tickets to see Chris Tucker. We're going to give away t- pair of tickets between now and, and 12.30, uh, excuse me, between 12.30 and 1 o'clock. And then our legal expert, Tim Dodd, is going to join me at 1. But good afternoon, everybody. Phone lines are open, 766-1380. This is a very significant day because Blake Filippi, I am so happy for him. He is the Republican minority leader at the Rhode Island State House. He threw down the gauntlet today. And Speaker Mattiello is really on the run right now. Speaker Mattiello is feeling the pressure. Um, as we speak, Blake Filippi, he, uh, they're admitting they were on shaky legal ground with the audit. They approached Filippi on Tuesday, give him a sign a letter giving his okay, even though he, he said he could do it himself. Blake Filippi basically said to Mattiello, uh, you, you have to... Uh, I'd like to thank Speaker Mattiello for acknowledging he didn't follow the law. No one is above the law. And we need to hold leaders to account. No political stunt. So the Mattiello people are now trying to go after Blake Filippi and calling what he's doing a political stunt. Just so, and I'm not gonna, going to um, bore you with the whole thing. Hold on. We might have a... Let me see if we have any sound here from Channel 12. Mattiello cancels the controversial audit. And I'll explain it to you, folks. Isn't he great, Dr. Lisa? I'll tell you, people talk about the next governor. That guy could be the next governor. So let me, uh, here we go. See if we have this. Has filed a lawsuit, and within the same hour, the convention center board has voted not to comply with this audit. Now, as you may remember, the speaker of the House, Nick Mattiello, had the Joint Committee on Legislative Services, which runs the General Assembly, order this audit of the convention center two days before Christmas. We obtained the letter showing that. What made it controversial and raised eyebrows at the State House is that it came at the same time that a good friend of Speaker Mattiello's is embroiled in a personnel investigation. There, That led uh, Republican Party Chairwoman Susienke to question whether this was an audit ordered in retaliation, though Mattiello denies that. Now, though, the new wrinkle is, did Mattiello have the legal authority to order this audit on his own? And that's what has led to this morning's developments in both uh, Representative Blake Phillippe's case and the lawsuit he filed and the vote by the Convention Center Board. They point to the law that says a majority of the committee that runs the General Assembly, the five-member committee, has to have a majority decision to order an audit. But that committee never meets. In practice, the Speaker exercises control unilaterally, which has long been a bone of contention with both Republicans and with Senate leaders. And so they're saying it says a majority is necessary and he didn't order it. We asked Mattiello about this on Newsmakers just last Friday. Here's what he had to say in explaining his actions. Listen to this, folks. This is a lie. Did you or anyone from your office or the JCLS discuss the Demers matter with anyone from the Convention Center, the authority, or its board? Uh, 
I, I inquired of one person and I was told that it was basically a personnel matter and I had no other involvement with that. It always works through the chairman. Uh, we make decisions all so of the time. So by your definition, we use discretion you're to the majority, other. just one person is the majority oh. based on what you're saying? No, Criminal. I'm saying the majority is the commission. Is the JCLS always, every decision it makes, whether it buys a pencil, is made by the majority of the committee. That, that's by definition. We always work collaboratively, always works through the chairman. Chairman can make those determinations. It's, when you say majority of JCLS, that means JCLS. Every decision is a majority decision. So obviously, clear disagreements here between Speaker Mattiello, uh, Blake Phillippe, and the Convention Center Board over who has the authority to order this audit, as well as the bigger question of why it was done at this time. So we're going to continue to follow this, and we have much more on the story right now here on WPRI.com. All right, and I want to, again, folks, I recognize it's a little confusing for people that aren't familiar with it, but I think I've done a pretty good job. Uh, of explaining. Good afternoon, Dr. Lisa. I hope he runs in the future as well. He is uh, legit. Let me also just reach out um, if this. Um, hold on. Susie Yankee, there's a big win for the chairwoman of the Republican Party because she's the one that said this was retaliation. Any chance you can call in? Let's see if we can um, get Sue or. Uh, I was in touch with uh, Leader Flippy, but just to, folks, the best thing, Channel 12, Tim White, I give them credit. They broke the story about the audit, and then we'll also take credit. You go to depetro.com, and you will see the story that we have posted that really blew the lid off this whole thing, and that is that it was done by retaliation. Mattiello Yellow threatened the convention center. I will put an enema up your blank behind if in fact anything happens to Jim Demers who happens to be a member of the Mattiello crime family. He was advised by a convention center board member that you just heard Mattiello by the way reference in that channel 12 piece that Demers was on the verge of being suspended most likely fired after a pattern of highly inappropriate emails and questionable behavior. All of that is proven true. Now, I posted this. This story was done on January 17th. And all of this has come out and proven to be true. Correct? So we broke it last Friday. It's Thursday. And what have we learned? There was a threat. We learned there was inappropriate email. Go Local Fraud has that for those that want to read it. It involves those two individuals that Channel 12 talked about. But Mattiello said, I will stick an enema up there blank if they blank with me or my crew and Jim is part of my crew. Meaning, Jim Demers. That's right. I like that, Mark. Bobby Nardalillo, Secretary of State. I love that. He would be great. He could clean up the voter rolls. If he would announce, I'd vote for him. I love that, Mark Feldman. Let's see some thumbs up on Facebook Live. I love that. Um, I don't know if he's ready for governor just yet. First, we have to clean up the Secretary of State. Maybe Blake Filippi for governor. Why not? I would, I would vote for him for governor. I would. Um, Demers was suspended. And so on December 23rd, an audit out of nowhere was ordered by Sammy the Bull Montanaro. Demers' friend, neighbor, campaign contributor, Mattiello. The son has the part-time 
uh, no-show job for $45,000. Demers is a dirty former trooper, and he throws around the weight of the Rhode Island State Police big time. And they were trying to muscle Garrett Demers onto the state police. That is without a question. But I think that is a great idea. I love the idea of Bobby Nadalillo, who I am a fan of and a friend of mine. I love the idea of him for Secretary of State. Folks, something needs to be done. We have to clean up the voter rolls first. I'm telling you with the Secretary of State. Unless, if they could clean it up ahead of time, then I'm on board with that as well. But it, it has to be cleaned up. One can't happen with the other. And I'll tell you why. Now, and as if you check my Facebook page and Twitter, I've already put out that we talked about it yesterday. The sources that I have that, as you can tell, folks, proven to be impeccable, Barbara Ann Fenton Fung, married to Mayor Fung, is going to challenge Mattiello to run for his rep seat. I have that, and Mattiello is livid about it. So this week, Mattiello can't believe what's going on. He has Barbara Ann Fenton Fung is about to challenge him for the rep seat, which we broke. And now the convention center authority says we're not doing the audit. And now he's withdrawn the audit because Blake Filippi was going to bring him to court and spank him. So that's huge. People are striking back. Somebody needs to do something. They are running a criminal enterprise. So just to sum it up, maybe you're listening right now saying, one, what is this all about? Here's what you need to know. And we do have a report that, as I mentioned, grief counselors are on their way over to the Wampanoag Trail to try to uh, help the PRO staff over the Mattiello fallout. <laughs> They're so upset over their leader, right? Um, but look at what's going on with Mattiello. Basically, he runs the Rhode Island State House. That's right. I'm telling you, Dr. Lisa, you watch. I think it's a good move by Barbara Ann Fenton Fung, no relation to Josh Fenton, no, ma- wife of Mayor Fung, to run against Mattiello. I think she's a very strong candidate. I think she could win. Now, my whole thing is I think she should just announce now and start pounding them now, right? She'd be getting all this airtime. But big win by Susie Yankee, big win by Blake Filippi. And, folks, this is rocketing around the state house because no one challenges these guys. No one challenged these guys in any way. Montanaro and Mattiello. And so it's about time that someone is finally going to go after them. And challenge them on this. And I love the fact that Blake Filippi says no one's above the law, certainly not lawmakers. So here's, it was an awesome move. It is. Dr. Lisa, it's a great move for her. Uh, I like Steve Fryers, but sometimes, listen, he's run twice. He didn't knock him out. So she is a breath of fresh air. She's fast on her feet. She's different. She's smart. But I think, and Dr. Lisa, see if you can reason with her as well. See, most of the time, hear me out. I'm glad you're saying that, Dr. Lisa. Folks, hear me out. Most of the time, let's just say that Barbara Ann Fenton Fung is going to wait until, see, here's what they say. It's too early to announce running for a seat. This isn't a regular seat. What Mattiello wants, here's what Mattiello does. No one announces they're running with him until, against him until June. And then it goes quiet in the summertime. And then in the fall, all this stuff is old news. You announce now. She could be on TV tonight. She could be pounding him now, right? She's the go-to person. If Barbara Ann Fenton Fung announces today she's running against Mattiello, when that sleazebag Brit, who, uh, you know, one step, well, whatever, I won't get into it. But when he's then on trial, she's at the trial. She's commenting. 
when she's going around to people's houses, they're cheering her on. Now is the time, Dr. Lisa. Mattiello wants them to wait because then it dies. What if in October, and you don't know what's going to happen with the fall election, right? That presidential election could take all the oxygen out of all the races, out of all the airtime. Dr. Lisa, if you wait until the fall and she starts to bring up the convention center, it's old news by then. And Mattiello counts on that. He won't see it coming now. So whoever's going to run against him, and I think she'd be a great candidate. I really mean that. Now in real time, she's pounding him. When he turns his back on the pro-life people, it's not September. It's now in real time, right? Now it's happening. Now it's fresh. I say for Barbara Ann Fenton Fung, end the race now. Pretend the election is the 4th of July. Have this thing won by the 4th of July. Then he's chasing his tail. Build up the lead now. She should go after him. She should, she could be on television tonight. Now she's the challenger. I would even start going around to his neighborhoods now. Listen, don't he wants you to wait until the summertime. Mattiello wants her to wait until the fall. Don't fall in. Don't play his game. Don't fall into the trap. Imagine going door to door. Well, all right, as it starts to warm up. But anyhow, it's not that bad out. But imagine going door to door this weekend. As everyone's trapped in their home and saying, hey, I'm running against Mattiello. Can I get a sign on your lawn now? Can I get your support now? Hey, do you believe what he's doing at the state house? Do you believe this stuff? Do it do, right now as it's happening in real time. He's going to have other things. Imagine during the trial, right? The trial's on at night. Barbara Ann Fenton Fung is on television. And then, boom, there she is at the door. You know what people would be saying? Hey, I saw you on TV. I think that's great. I love the fact you're speaking out against Montanaro and Mattiello and the, and the criminal enterprise they're running. If you wait until June to announce, that's exactly what he wants you to do. Because he knows it dies in the summertime and by next September, October. Good luck trying to get any airtime or attention when you're going to have the presidential election. And then all of this stuff, people start to say, oh, yeah, when did that happen in January? It already starts to see old news. Knock him out now. You know, and I don't mean physically. I'm just going to talk campaign-wise, but it's almost like a football game where you tell the team, we are going to empty the playbook in the first half. We're going to go in at halftime. We're going to win this game in the first half, and then we're going to have a lead at halftime, and then we're going to protect it in the second half. Don't try to win this in the fourth quarter. If Barbara Ann Fenton Fung waits to announce later that's exactly what speaker mattiello wants her to do because as i said they know it goes quiet in the summertime and then he's waiting for this thing september october and then the days are counting down no win it now take him out of the game now you're a football team and you say here's what we're doing we are going to empty the playbook. We're going all barrels. We are killing it in the first and second quarter. We are playing the first and second quarter like it's the third and the fourth quarter. That's it. Because here's the strategy. Either we're going to be ahead at halftime or we're not winning the game. We're going to put them out. Let me ask you a question. What happens? Those are a football fan. I know. 
I'm trying to connect with her, Dr. Lisa. I hope she's not upset with me because I broke the news. She's running. but And she didn't tell me. I didn't get that from her. I got it from other people. So I didn't betray a confidence. Juan doesn't do that. But I did put it on Facebook and Twitter because I know she's running because I think it's a great move. It's a great political move to take him out. Mattiello must be removed. Let's have a thumbs up on Facebook. But hear me out. What does it do to a team if you're down 28 to nothing at halftime, right? Takes the ear out of the ball a little bit. Frame it in real time now. She would the cameras be running. Now today, who are the cameras running to? They're going to be running to Blake Filippi, deserved, and also Susie Yankee, also deserved. But the cameras are not running towards Barbara Ann Fentonfung. She needs to win the race before the 4th of July. And then Mattiello's chasing his tail. Then he's going out in August and people are away on vacation. And then in September, October, when he's trying to turn it around because he's so far behind, it's too late, right? Because the die is cast and all the attention is on the presidential race. That is the strategy. I am asking her, I am begging her to announce now and win this thing while he, and he won't be expecting it. He won't be expecting it. Nope, not in any way. Folks, I am, um, yes, it is extortion under the law. Ken Block just tweeted, one has to wonder if his actions can be considered extortion under the law. Uh, yes, it could be. 100%. Check. DePetro.com. We're going to, as you know, when Tim Dodd laid it out, I asked him about that. Of course it's extortion. 100%. You blank with demurs, and we're going to put an audit. There's uh, Ted Nisi. Full story. Convention set aboard roads to rebuke. The speaker backs off. He blasts Filippi. Filippi says he broke the law, and they still want the GCLS reform. This guy is it's a criminal enterprise. It is a criminal enterprise. The I'm going to tweet it out, and then we're going to give away the tickets. Is running a criminal enterprise. That's what they got Cianci on. Out of the speak, he could be the second speaker to go to jail. How about that? Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Of course it's extortion. Exactly as we laid it out. They have to go after him. All right. How would you like tickets? We're going to do a little high-low. How would you like tickets to see Chris Tucker this Saturday night? He's a funny, funny comedian. I wanted to play some of his sound at the Providence Roaming Arts Center. We're going to do a little high-low. Jump on the line now. 766-1380. 766-1380 if you'd like to see Chris Tucker. Let me, um, let me, let me, let me see if I can uh, play something by him that's clean. I know some of his uh, language can be a little edgy, so to speak. Um, Chris Tucker. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Is any of it friendly? He does a lot of different impressions. Maybe we're not going to play it. All right. If you would like tickets to see him, though, 
Tickets for the PPAC. Call in right now. 766-13. If you'd like a pair of tickets to see Chris Tucker at the PPAC, the show is this Saturday night. You have to be able to use them. We're going to do high-low, 766-1380, 766-1380. We'll give away the tickets. Tim Dodd's going to join me coming up at 1. It is absolutely extortion as far as uh, Mattiello. Ma, when are we getting the heat back? As soon as... Local propane company. Delivers. Last time that took three days. At least it's not as cold as inside. I'm propane man and I got a plan. I'm going to help you with your gas. If your service is lame, we don't play that game. We're going to be there in a flash. If your heat is out, just give us a shot with a company you can trust. Brittling makes it never keep it a green. You can always count on us. Propane Plus. Propane Plus. That's right, folks. Propane, Propane Plus. Plus. They want to be your propane <gasps> provider. Propane Plus. Locations were Hoboth, East Greenwich. Call Propane Plus today at 885-4209. 401-885-4209. Become a customer of Propane Plus, the leading propane provider in our area. It's Propane Plus. Underground tanks, full service, automatic delivery, extensive selection of tanks, all propane appliances, satellite tank monitoring, locked-in rates, through the plus plan discounts for builders installation and service for heaters generators water heaters pool heaters fireplaces boilers and furnaces you can depend on propane plus call them today call tim johnson and his family at 885-4209 885-4209 for propane plus i'm on the road and my ride is going strong at Paul Massey Chevrolet, you get the lowest price guaranteed every day with Rhode Island's only true one price on our exciting lineup of Chevrolets. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price guaranteed. And it's only at Paul Massey, Rhode Island's number one Chevrolet dealer. Lease a 2020 Equinox LS front wheel drive for only $179 a month for 39 months with $29.88 due at signing. My Paul Massey, my Paul Massey Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front wheel drive for only $198 a month for 39 months with $24.88 due at signing. Great selection, top-notch service, and the lowest one price only at Paul Massey. Folks, it's been cold. If you're having a problem with your heating system, pick up the phone today, today, and call JKL Engineering. Call JKL, the original, the best, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You can depend on JKL Engineering. Call JKL today at 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600 for JKL Engineering. JKL Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Remember, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates on the market. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, folks, and we're back on this Thursday. Rhode Island top attorney Tim Dodd joins me coming up at 1. Again, we are going to be covering the latest now on this whole Mattiello debacle. Um, Really, really uh, incredible story that has broken out just in the last, well, it's been building now. 
and we blew the lid off off on it last week. But I'm going to give you um, some of the details on it uh, probably next hour to start off the hour. But huge, huge win. Huge win for Representative uh, Blake Filippi today. Very, very happy for him. I'll tell you, he's the real deal. And Mattiello blinked. Mattiello, the speaker, running a criminal enterprise, completely blinked. We're going to speak with Tim Dodd, our legal expert, coming uh, coming up at 1 o'clock. We're going to go through that. We're going to go through the impeachment situation. And then we'll also um, touch on uh, some of the other legal stories that are in the news. But right now, as I mentioned, we have a pair of tickets to see Chris Tucker. It's this Saturday night, very, very funny comedian at the Providence Forming Arts Center. Tickets are for sale right now. You can log on at ppacri.org, ppacri.org, or call the box office, 421 Arts. We're going to do a little game of high-low. Let's see. Here's our little high-low music. All right, I like the high-low music. All right, I have written down a number between 1 and 50. And all you have to do is guess what that number is. Let's find out who's going to go see Chris Tucker. Starting with, good afternoon, you're on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Hi. Hi there. What's your first name? Fernando. Fernando. Okay. Are you enjoying the program this afternoon, Fernando? I listen to you almost every day. All right. Thank you. Well, what do you mean almost every day? All right. Speak up a little bit, Fernando. Why do you seem a little hesitant? Are you nervous? Is that what it is? (laughs) No. No? All right. Fernando. All right. Uh, do you know who Chris Tucker is? Of course. Okay. Well, you, not everyone does. Not everyone does. Is he funny comedian, Fernando? Very. All right. Speak a little bit louder into the phone. Um, would you like to go see him this Saturday night? Great seats to see him at the Province Forming Arts Center. Sure. Why not? All right. Um, have you ever been to the PPAC before? Never. You've never been there? Now, see, now I'm hesitant to give you the tickets because maybe since you've never been there, you would hesitate to go Saturday night. I wouldn't have called in for those. All right. So you're saying if you are given the tickets, you will go Saturday night and use them. Most definitely. All right. Most de- what are you, the chief in Coventry? All right. Most definitely, he says. All right. Hold on. Let me get my uh, sound effects ready. A little out of practice. We haven't done this in a little bit. Here we go. All right. Fernando, it's very simple. Um, most definitely. I like that. <laughs> Do you say that because you know I'd like that from the chief in uh, Coventry that would say most definitely? No. No? You just use that expression yourself? Yeah. You do? All right. I don't know if that's a good sign, but anyhow. Are you a chief police? Are you the head of the fire department in Coventry? Uh, no, no, you're not. All right. All right. I have written down a number between 1 and 50, Fernando. All you have to do is guess the number, and I'm going to very graciously and uh, generously give you a pair of tickets to see comedian Chris Tucker at the PPAC this Saturday night. What is the number that I've written down between 1 and 50, Fernando? I'm going to choose 28. 28. Now, who told you to say 28? Did JR tell you to say 28? Uh, I haven't even spoken to him. No? I find this a little suspicious that I have a number written down, and right out of the box, you come out with 28. Did someone tell you to say 28? Not at all. They did not. All right. Well, 28 is actually a very good guess, but 28... It's too low. 28 is too low. 401-766-1380. You get how it goes, folks? Um, 401-766-1380. Hi there, Francis. Tickets for Chris Tucker this Saturday night at the PPAC. That's too low. Good afternoon. You're next on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Hello, John. How are you? Very well. Who am I talking to this afternoon? Uh, 
Bob. Bob. Do you like to laugh, Bob? I sure do. Would you like to go see Chris Tucker? I sure do. We can all use a laugh these days, couldn't we, Bob? Oh, you betcha. You betcha, exactly right. All right, have you ever been to the PPAC before? Yes, I have. All right, so you would know where to go and everything else. All right, exactly. for the tickets, are you familiar with the concept of high-low? Yes. You are, all right. So it's a number between 1 and 50. Did you hear the guess of the person before you, Fernando? Yes, I have. All right. And so all you have to do, you don't want to go, what is your guess, Bob, for high-low for the tickets to see Chris Tucker this Saturday night at the Province Farming Arts Center? I went up to say 42. 42. Would you repeat that number, Bob? Number 42. 42 is exactly right. Congratulations, oh, Bob. You have won the tickets. Oh, How nice. about that? Yes. Congratulations, oh. my man. Yeah, I'm right here. That is oh, fantastic. Okay. All right, yeah, here's what I want you to do. Congratulations. Uh, I'm going to put you on hold. Do not hang up. And then we're okay. going to make arrangements. JR will take your information and we'll make sure we get your tickets. Hey, congratulations. Then shoot me an email. David Bucci's tuning in. Shoot me an email after the show. I want to hear how much you enjoyed it, okay? Sure. I uh, sure. All right. Hold the line. Do not hang up, folks. There we go. Bob has won the tickets to see Chris Tucker this afternoon. Uh, well, no. It's this Saturday night. For tickets, call the box office, 421 Arts. 421 Arts for tickets to see Chris Tucker at the Providence Swimming Arts Center this Saturday night. All right, attorney Tim Dodd is going to join me coming up. Folks, again, uh, huge, huge developments today with the situation with JR. So there's our winner, Bob. We'll uh, get JR. JR, there's Bob. There's his tickets. You can take them. We'll get them for him, get his information, and then he'll come and uh, pick them up. There we go. JR is, uh, there he is. He's entering the studio. There we go. All right. And uh, we'll get the tickets to him. And, um, and again, folks, for tickets, call 421-ARTS, 421-ARTS for tickets. So big day, big day for those in favor of good government like myself and I'm sure like many of you. And it has to do with uh, exactly uh, the situation with Speaker Mattiello. This is um, a big development now as Mattiello is really on the run. And let me just, um, I want to just check if there's anything. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I don't know about that story. Let's see. Um, let me see if Kathy Gregg has any update on Twitter. She does not. Ted Nisi, Channel 12. I want to give them credit. They've been leading the way on the... Um, Word emerged Ian Donis during our taping with Governor Mundo. The speaker scrapped the request for an order at the Rhode Island Convention Center. Well, a big question that I'm going to tweet out. If the audit is so important, why did the RI speaker scrap it? Excuse me. Uh, scrap. A-R-P. Scrap it. That's exactly right. Why would he? Because it was political payback is the answer. 766-1380. Huge loss today for Mattiello and Montanaro and their crime family. Good afternoon. You're next on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Yeah, John, I'm still waiting. Oh, you're still waiting. All right, hold on. Yeah. All right, I didn't realize that. All right, hold on. 
All right, let me do this. Let me uh, quickly. I'm still waiting. All right, let me. Uh, I don't know why he's still waiting. Hold on. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to find out the answer to that. Tim Dodd's going to join me coming up at 1 o'clock. Folks, stay with us. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. Hey, now listen, you're trying to run a business, and a business, not a criminal enterprise. So let's just say you need help with your truck and trailer repair. Call MEGA, M-E-G-A, truck and trailer repair today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brake stores. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it with MEGA truck and trailer repair. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, call them today at 508 506-2110, 506-2110, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. You're not expected to be able to fix everything, right? Call MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates. Listen, if it's on a trailer, one thing I know is they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, 508 506-2110. 3362110 family run business over 20 years mega mega truck and trailer repair 508 3362110 Paul Massey Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer with the area's largest selection and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front wheel drive for only $198 a month for 39 months with $24.88 due at signing. So shop Paul Massey, where every vehicle is clearly marked with our lowest one price. Hey, folks, don't forget MEGA professionals. Listen, you're trying to run your business, right? And maybe you need workers. Well, MEGA professionals, they're there, they're there to help. MEGA, 508-336-7801. 508-336-7801. MEGA professionals, staffing. If you need workers, drivers, workers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work. Maybe local drivers, class A and B, warehouse, mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals, even healthcare management. Call MEGA, MEGA professionals today. 508 336 7801. 508 336 7801 for MEGA professionals. So we're back on this Thursday. Rhode Island top attorney Tim Dodds. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It's Juan. It's John Petro. Hello there, everybody on Facebook Live. You can always email me, John, at Petro.com. Huge day as Speaker Mattiello and the Mattiello crime family, led by his cohort, Frank Montanaro, smashed down by the people, smashed down by Blake Filippi. 
with Mattiello now. He, that is extortion. There should be an investigation. I hope the, if, if Mattiello, if this audit was so important, why is he pulling the audit? Attorney General Pina Narona needs to investigate Mattiello. Attorney General Pina Narona needs to investigate Mattiello. Now, how about earlier? Folks, as far as the impeachment, all you need to know about the impeachment is that the networks are not carrying it. That the networks, oh my God, Patricia Morgan will not get off social media. Oh my God, desperation to be relevant. Oh my goodness, it's just endless. Absolutely endless. Terrible. Stop trying to take attention away from Blake Filippi. Oh, my goodness. Does it ever end? All right, I'll play it before the end of next hour. Um, Cicilline was on Channel 12 this morning. And, you know, it's just, you know, this is embarrassing. It's going nowhere. I'll tell you, the death knell on impeachment is the fact that the networks are not carrying it. And last night, I was getting email from these people. Are you seeing this? This is the end of him. It's nothing is happening. Folks, what happens if a tree falls in the forest and no one hears it? Does it really fall? Nothing is going forward with this. Now, attorney, our legal expert, Tim Dodd, is going to break it down. But just today, just so you understand, again, I've explained this. But you have a member of the Mattiello crime family working in the convention center. he gotten into trouble, as we've talked about. He was compromised. They were going to put him on suspension to terminate him. Mattiello, hello there, Carlos. Mattiello and Montanaro, they jump in. Whoa, 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 time out. You can't do that to Jimmy Demers. He's a friend of ours. He's a member of the crime family. So the convention center, they tell Mattiello, hey, listen, this guy, he's crossed the line. He's in trouble. He's going to be suspended. Mattiello swings back and says, if you put him on suspension, then I'm going to ram an enema up your behind and then... They put him in suspension, and then two days before Christmas, Mattiello Montanaro, boom, audit on the convention center. Never think it's a good thing. Think of your own personal tax life. How, in fact, um, what would it be for an audit? And Blake Filippi has challenged him. Susie has challenged him. And then today, Mattiello has withdrawn the audit because they were going to bring him to court. Folks, it's a criminal enterprise being run. Out of the Rhode Island State House. All right, Tim Dodd, the power hour is next. Tim Dodd joins me, our legal analyst. We'll go through this in the latest on impeachment. Hello, Audrey. Stay with me. It's the John DePietro Show on this Thursday. And socket, W236CW, W260DC. W-N-O.